Welcome to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. Today we've got an amazing message of hope and healing just for you. God's Word never returns to Him void, so let this message sink deep into your heart so that you can walk out your complete healing journey today. Hey everybody, welcome to Heartbeat. Butch and Julianne Hartman here. We talk all about marriage issues and relationship issues. We're here to... Um, Not just issues, but relationships. What's issues in relationships? Well, issues means there's a problem. Well, marriage and relationship issues. Well, so, yeah. You said relationships. Like you corrected me with well, the word I mean, relationships. No, no, I'm just saying like we also are talking about relationships. My grammatical that, mind just went crazy. Yeah, but not know. like everything has to be an issue. I know, but we, you said and not just issues, relationships. And I went, well, that doesn't okay, make sense. Okay, what I, what I meant by that was mm-hmm. is that there's, we also are just talking about having relationships with spouses and parents and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Not just always issues. All right, so here, here, here's where we're different. Okay. okay, here's where we're different. To me, issues doesn't always mean terrible. The, the, does issues always mean terrible to you? Like bad? Um, no, not terrible, but I know that there's no, like issues, an issue. To me, like issues are like, you know, uh, like occurrences or things. Yeah, they can be terrible. Yeah, yeah. You know. Okay, so. That was see. much too long of an intro for us to go into. The Hi, everybody. Who do we got here? Um, Lisa just said that her husband is having pain. If you guys should pray for my husband, Mark's back has been hurting him. Turns out he crushed a disc. No, that's crazy. House. Lisa, wow, we're sorry to hear that. In the name well, of Jesus, in Jesus' name, we pray for healing Thank over his Father, back right, right now. now. Everybody here on the stream is going yes. to be in agreement with this because thank there's you, power in togetherness. There's power when we're on one accord. Yes, thank you, Lord. No more of this pain. Amen. We call pain out of your body right, right now in we're Jesus' weakened. name. Mm-hmm. Yes, and pain mm-hmm. and whatever uh, is is causing the pain, yeah. it mm-hmm. must reverse itself. It yeah. must change it must restructure right now and in I, Jesus' I, name. I, I pray for a brand new disc in his back. Let me ask you a question. Why can't we pray for things like that? Everybody prays for money. They pray for well, uh, no, he says whatever safety. you ask. Yeah, the Bible says whatever. Pray. Mark eleven twenty four. Whatever you things you ask for when you pray, you believe you receive them, you will have them. And Jesus says that himself. It's in red. Yes. Bible also says, speak to the mountain. One verse up, Mark eleven twenty three says, uh, speak to the mountain. It'll be removed and cast into the sea. So if pain... Or if a discomfort is your um, is your mountain, speak to it. A mountain is an obstacle that's in your way. And by the way, when you pray for something like that, you reap what you sow. If you pray for somebody's healing, you're going to reap healing back in your body. Right. You know, so you want to do that, right? The Bible says, "Reap what you sow." Yep. Correct. Yes. Um, and then um, also, we wanted to, you know, talk about the fact that we are in a new a new year, and a new, 20, and a new year. Yes, and a new year. And um, you know what? Listen. <laughs> When we all were in the 1980s, not all of you, but some of us that were, are older, when we were in the 1980s and we were like, wow, what would it be like in the year 2020? And now, and now like, what would it be like in the year 2022? Well, here, where we, here we are. Yeah. We're in that year. This just proves that time passes no matter what. When you yes. think, you know, when, when, when people want to maybe get intimidated and not move toward their goal or not move toward mending that relationship or they're afraid of it or they're intimidated or they're afraid to, to stretch out and, and, and go for what God has for them. And listen, it's easy to get intimidated, but I always tell people, look, time is going to pass anyway, whether you go for it or not, you yeah. want to go for it and maybe get better at trying, or do you want to not try at all and always stay 
un, you know, unexperienced, uh, yeah. inexperienced. What do you want to do? So we encourage people to always go for it. And we're just glad you're all here. And, you know, listen, I think 2022 is going to be probably the best year of our life. I think so. I say probably only because we've had some amazing years, but we have determined since the outset of this year, uh, even last year, we're like, next year is going to be even better than this year. Because yeah. guys, we can prophesy over ourselves, but you know, Proverbs 18.21, look it up. Proverbs 18.21 says, death and life from the power of the? Back. The, right. the tongue. The tongue. Uh, the whatever, mouth. Yeah, whatever you say. The thing that boasts the biggest that that muscle in your whole body it really is it's the most powerful thing the bible even says that the uh, little tongue can start a, a giant yes. fire you can start a raging fire with your tongue the things you can get in did you turn on my i did not turn on your alarm you know what's funny someone turned on my phone today sorry about that turn on the sounds my phone is always on silent but you can start a raging inferno with your tongue just by saying the wrong thing or or you know speaking things out of turn. So let's keep our tongues focused on the positive things this year. I remember when uh, when the pandemic first started, we said, look, we're not going to get affected negatively by this. This family is going to prosper yeah. and this family is going to rise above this uh, during this. I don't care what happens. We are not going to let it affect us in a negative way. That's and right. We so really had to stay positive. No. And, and you, we do. And yeah. talking about prophesying, if you're not prophesying, you know, I, I said this, I might've said this, I'm not sure I said it to you guys, but I said it probably on yesterday mornings, but we all go to like the local prophet, right? We want you to tell us what does God say today about me? What's mm -hmm. God saying? Right. And Everybody so, wants a prophet to speak. Right. Them. But they yeah. all want the good stuff. So and then, so if you'll trust a complete stranger, yeah. why not? Why can't you be the prophet of your own life mm. and start speaking prophetic things over yourself? Yeah. Meaning good things, because God doesn't say his word is not bad things over your life. His word is good things over your life. Mm. And so we have an opportunity to do that. And again, we don't have to wait till the prophet comes into town. He's sitting right there or it is sitting right there in your mouth where you are sitting. So you have a choice to make. You can either wallow in the self-pity, the sadness, the, the, um, the, the, what's another word? Um, the, what the, the, like when you, you self-pity, sadness, self-indulgence, yeah, like self-centeredness, the self-centeredness. You can mm -hmm. also be literally sitting in all of the offense. It's up to you, mm -hmm. but don't think that you're going to get anything good out of that. No. Nothing good happens when you literally are sitting in those heavy, uh, negative emotions 24-7. I'm going to read something. So this is a reason we called our um, our broadcast today Crossing Over, because we are crossing over into a brand new year. And every single day, you cross over into a certain situation. You cross over into a certain um, area that you've probably been wanting to, or maybe you don't want to, but you've got to go do something each and every day that you're going to need some uh, faith for. So I wanted just yeah. to read, this is in Mark chapter four, verse 35, Mark four thirty-five. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now, when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. I forgot to, I always want to mention that part too. It wasn't just Jesus's boat with the disciples. There were other boats there with him. Um, uh, and a great windstorm arose. All right. So when you're, so here's Jesus, here's the creator of the universe. Jesus Christ is in a boat with his disciples 
And let us cross over to the other side. So Jesus's goal that he speaks out of his mouth is let's cross over to the other side. What are we speaking out of our mouths right now? Are we saying, oh, I'm never going to make it? Oh, I'm going to be defeated. Oh, everyone else is being affected by whatever it is. So it's going to affect me too. What are we saying out of our mouths when you're crossing over somewhere? You know what? Even even with like flus and stuff or colds, let's say you just came from a party. You, know, you went to a party mm -hmm. and um, somebody, you know, came down with something. We'll just, you know, we all know what's what's going around right is now. Is there something going around? I haven't heard a thing yeah. about this. Anyway, but your mouth can either put you in bed the next day mm -hmm. or it can get keep you at the gym and enjoying life. And at the or it can get you up early and get you out doing what you're supposed to. Right. You're supposed to cross over. Because what what I what I know what people say is, oh my God, I, I hope I don't get it. Right there, fear came in. When I see right there. When I see um it's it's very interesting the way this pandemic has worked. People will say, I feel symptoms, I don't feel well. And then they'll go and get tested. And I think, okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah. You know, I, I just, to me, if I have a symptom, I already know if I if I have well, something or not. I don't need a test to tell me. That's just right. me. But, but just saying, that's just me. No, if that's, you know, they, you could go do whatever. Yeah. But the bottom line do is you go get do. tested. Go get 50 tests. What well, doesn't matter? My point about the testing is, though, when you're in line with all the other people, a lot of fear can come into your heart. Absolutely. That's what I was getting at. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Yeah. So. When like, I, okay, so forget the testing part of it, right? but just your own mouth that would say that. And let me tell you, the reason why I know that is true is because when our girls were little and we would, you know, I, I work in the classrooms, right? And all of a sudden we would hear, you know, oh, little, uh, whatever, little Molly went home because she threw up all over the classroom today. And so here goes all the parents going, oh my God. I, I hope my kid doesn't get it, right? Because I don't want my whole family to get it. Immediately, that is a fearful thing to say because you're already planning for not going to school. What, how, who's going to watch the kids when I, when I can't go to work? Or what am I going to do if the whole household gets it? You see, we have been, we've been handed down things that we've said our whole lives, just like that. Oh my gosh, I hope I don't get it. Well, guess what? Just by you saying it, believe it or not, you might just get it. And I wanted to just read this one scripture. Um, keep thy tongue from evil and thy lips from speaking guile. Guile is basically uh, bad stuff. Right. So that's Proverbs 34, 13. Let me continue with this. Go ahead. And then the last one is, um, a wholesome tongue is a tree of life. But perverseness therein is a breach in the spirit. Yeah, uh, perverseness in your tongue. And listen, guys, we're saying you can do whatever you want in your life as long as it doesn't bring fear into your heart. We're just trying to make sure your hearts are protected because when your heart's protected, you can treat your spouse better and, and your spouse can treat you better. When you're not in fear, um, you can think more clearly and you can get those things accomplished more easily that God has set in front of you. Let me continue this. So Jesus says, let us cross over. Jesus has a task. He has a goal in mind. Let's cross over to the other side. Now, now, do you think Jesus had any doubt they'd get to the other side? None. Have we ever had doubt that yes. we'd get to the other side? Yes. I have doubt we'll get to the end of this broadcast, but let's see. Let's give it a try. All right. 
Um, and a great, okay, here we go. So Jesus is in the boat. They're cruising along. Verse 37, and a great windstorm arose. Okay, a great windstorm arose. Have you ever had a great windstorm or a great obstacle or a great problem or a great um, situation arise in your efforts to get where it is you're going? And don't even answer because I know what the answer is. The answer is yes, we all have. Everybody on this broadcast and who can hear it now or in the future is going to answer the question in the affirmative. You've had a situation come up that you were not expecting, right? However, if your goal, like Jesus, is to cross over, you should keep it in your heart that no matter what happens, we're going to cross over this thing. So here we go. Um, a great windstorm arose and the waves beat into the boat. So now, not only is it a problem that I can see, I'm hearing about this problem. Great windstorm arose. Like, you can hear of a windstorm arising. Okay, that's over there. No big deal. But now, it's beating into the boat. Now, the stuff is coming into your life. Have we been through things where we've heard things going on in the world? And, okay, it's fine if it's over there. But, oh, suddenly now, it's affecting. Like, we've had fires yeah. around our house, for example. Yeah. Our house almost burned down twice in our area. We live in California. We've had times we've heard of fires miles and miles away okay there's a fire miles away but then suddenly we're smelling smoke at our house we're seeing flames outside of our window then it starts getting real now it's getting real the waves are beating into the boat so that it was already filling yeah so now <laughs> you hear the windstorm now it's beating into the boat and now your boat is filling i have a word for you boats aren't supposed to fill boat starts filling Boat starts sinking. By the way, all of us have had waves come into our situations. All of us have had water <clears throat> begin filling up our boats. But what do you do in a situation like that? We all would like to say that I would be like, Jesus has this, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. He's got it. Yep. What are you worried about? Now that's, but, now that's you because you have a strong relationship. No, no, no. With no hold on. Okay. I said I would like to say. All right. But I was in a storm once in a boat. And an actual boat. An yes, actual boat, in a yeah. fishing boat. Mm. It was, the storm was called a Chubasco or oh. Chubasca or something like that. Is that that Han Solo's uh, sidekick Chubasco? No, but this is way before that. Chewbacca. Yeah, no, it was not. It but was, anyway, that was a good Chewbacca. It was good. I was so we are in the boat. It's my mom, my dad, my sisters, mm -hmm. and my grandma. Oh, perfect. Bring grandma. Right, and so. She actually, this is very interesting. She smoked cigarettes, mm -hmm. and because Probably outlived everybody, yeah, I know. Plus, she was on the back deck smoking a cigarette. The storm was so bad, right? That I mean, obviously, there's no lights out in the middle of the ocean, but because my grandma was out smoking, a boat like a, a rescue boat came and saw it. It wasn't like an official, like a, a I have coast guard. Never heard this story well you'll ask my mom why she's afraid of boats are you kidding me yeah. with this? because they saw the cigarette light from my grandma they found us so you've got to be kidding no i'm not kidding this one smoking actually saved lives so How about what, I'm, that? what i'm saying is is that at that moment where we going well we did not know jesus but i'm just putting myself back there. you come to know jesus pretty quick in situations well like i'm that. saying as you're going up been down and the water is going. You know, you guys seen what is that show? Um, the tuna boats and all that. Um, Wicked tuna. Wicked tuna. Oh no, not there's that one. There's also deadliest catch. Deadliest catch. That's okay. Right. When you're getting a boat like that, like what we were on, and all that's happening, you, I was yelling Jesus, but I wasn't yelling 
for him to help me. No one knows this, I was but yelling. Julianne was the deadliest catch when I caught her. <laughs> I was yelling Jesus as in a cuss word at that time. No. I didn't know Jesus. But listen, okay, so you're saying storms are pretty rough. I'm trying to get to the point of the story here. Right, but I'm saying, though, is that that was probably one of the scariest things. My yeah. mom, I don't think, went on a boat again after Trust that. me, storms are scary because you have zero control over now, them. Now, they didn't even, did they have a, a motorboat? No, these guys, this is a boat where they would row okay. it. I mean, and listen, by the way, guys, I said something very important there, but I'm going to tell you something in a second. I said, storms are crazy. You hate them because you can't control them. But listen to the end of this story. So continuing, Mark 4, verse 37. And a great windstorm arose, and the waves beat into the boat so that it was already filling. Oh, my gosh, I don't want to be there. Your boat wasn't even filling in that storm. But he, Jesus, now Jesus was nervous and scared and on the phone and sweating and crying and worried. Isn't that what it says right here? Oh, no. It says that he was, was. That was in red. That was in green. That was in green, yeah. He was in the stern asleep on a pillow. Now, why? <laughs> good well, I can tell you, we were not asleep in that storm. Well, here's, I was going to say, here is a guy. Now, Jesus was, was the creator of the universe, but he was still in a man's body and he still had emotions. He had human emotions. The Bible says Jesus wept. He had compassion. Jesus got angry. Well, Jesus, he went and overturned. He went and overturned the tables. Sorry, I had to finish. Does that mean I'm interrupting? Yes, I had to finish something. Well, Jesus moved with compassion and healed a lot of people. But he had emotions. So in a storm like this, you would think the emotions would rise up. But it says Jesus was in the stern asleep on a pillow. I can say asleep on a pillow. That means he was comfy. He was just yeah. in there comfy. He was in the pillow. He just said asleep. He was in the back of the boat, uh, sleeping on a pillow, and they awoke him. They had to wake him up. They're, they're in the middle of a storm. They had to they did him. not have to wake us up in the middle of that storm. And by the way, yeah, exactly. I would imagine the rain in this storm was pretty harsh. You ever try to sleep with rain hitting your face? They woke him up and said to him, teacher, do you not care that we are perishing? Now, these guys thought they were going to die. Okay, That's how so, bad the storm was. Right, but isn't that kind of interesting? So so what does Jesus say? Jesus says, well, first, he doesn't say anything right, right. now. Here, here's the thing. Have you ever been in a situation or been in a year or been in a relationship or been in uh, some kind of a financial thing? A job. A job, anything. Where you think that you're going to die or the storm is so bad and the waves are coming over, the problems are showing up, they're filling up your boat, the waves are hitting, you hear things. For, first, you hear rumblings. Oh, everyone's getting fired. Not me, not me. They start, they start beating against your door. They're knocking on your door. Oh, my gosh, I'm going to get fired. And they open up the door. The waves are coming in, right? Well, what do you say in a situation like that? Here's what Jesus said. Jesus actually dealt with this with words. He didn't shoot <laughs> like lightning out of his hands. He didn't um, freeze the water. Get he to used, what he said. He used his words. He said, I'm, he try, said. I'm trying not to choke. Excuse me. Oh, why are you choking? I don't know. I'm not choking. <clears throat> no, you were earlier. Okay. And then he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. Okay. So before. How much calm? There was great calm. Right. Before he says, peace be still, what did he do? He arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea. <coughs> peace be still so did he so okay well what's interesting is that see god is so good that possibly when we were going through that storm when we said jesus as the cuss mm -hmm. word it still worked because yeah the name does die. work 
Well, the name, listen. The name that's above all names, that every knee shall bow, shall bow to the name of Jesus. And he magnifies his word above his name. So his name already is powerful, but he magnifies his word. His word is even more magnified than just his name. So he says, to, so he rose and he rebuked the wind and said to the sea, peace, be still. And the wind ceased and there was great calm. Let me ask you this. What are you saying to your storm? What are you saying right now to the storm in your life or the storm that you've heard Especially is coming? I caught you off guard. Is there a, is there a physical um, health issue that's happening that you've heard? You got a report. The one that you're really mad about. Right. I mean, the whatever, the report or the. <clears throat> You know, there's something that someone said, the one that yeah. is you're really angry about. Yeah. Or is there, like I said, is there a relationship situation that you need to speak over? Is there something that you need to um, begin to rebuke with your words? Listen, guys, we do it all the time. Even people that aren't Christians do it all the time. Oh, no, I don't do that kind of thing. Or like, or oh, no, that's not going to happen to me. Or, oh, my gosh, every this runs in my family. You ever hear stuff like that? Oh, my gosh, this runs in my family. So it's bound to happen to me. Yeah. You know, I hear I hear very tragic tales about people who, anyway, they do pre they do preemptive stuff to their own bodies just to prevent, just in case something happens. And sometimes it's kind of sad. Um, anyway, but he said to them, uh, and it's, it's sad that they they anyway. But he said to them, "Why are you so fearful?" Jesus says to them, "Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith?" Okay, let's just stop right there, because that is you know sweet Jesus that would never ever say anything to upset you. Well, I read, it, I, said, did, I read it kind of sweetly. I didn't read it very. No, no, no. Angry. What I'm saying is, is that people really misunderstand Jesus. He said to him, say that again. What do you say to them? Why are you so fearful? How is it that you have no faith? Like guys, what is wrong with you? What is the deal? Yeah. You know what? Why didn't you guys take care of this yourselves? Because they had the power to do it too. So what he what he call them? Right here, he doesn't call them anything. Uh, this is in Mark. And in Luke, he might call them something well, what else. What did he say there, though? I just read it. Why are you so? But he said to them, "Okay, how is it that so, you have no faith?" Oh, he just called them unfaithful. Right there, you go. He he, told, he just literally called them out and said, "How do you have no faith? You're with me." Mm-hmm. By the way, you know, if, I just he's, if he's with you, what do you have? Yes, this isn't about marriage. <laughs> well, it kind of is because I. The reason we're calling it crossing over, guys, is because you're going into 2022 yes. with your spouse or your or your loved one. You're going like this. Yes, you are. And listen, when you have a storm that's happening and all this stuff is trying to come in, because it's always going to try to come in. You, I, I hate to break this to you. You're never going to go through a day where stuff doesn't try to get get in. And it's really maddening and it's really frustrating, but it all depends on how you deal with it. Like, for example, this thing with my throat trying to make me not talk. I don't know why. No, I'm fine. I just, I got this water here. This came out of nowhere. I don't know what it is, but um, it's not going to stop me from saying all the things I have to say. Now, check this out. Here's another cool part of the story. Jesus goes, why are you so fearful? How is it you have no faith? He's already stopped the storm. And they feared exceedingly. So now they're afraid of him. They're not like scared. Like, oh my gosh. They basically were like, like in awe of him, yeah, they feared exceedingly and said to one another, who can this be that even the wind and the sea obey him? They went from being afraid of the storm to incredibly in awe of Jesus. Like what the heck just happened here? Who is this guy, right? 
because they never knew how to exercise the authority that they were about to be that, well, that they were given. I'm sorry, but it is a little crazy because um, they've already seen Jesus do a lot of things at this point. Oh, at this point, they're leaving. Um, I think is after he after he had fed the five thousand. Oh, he. Oh no, he didn't. He hadn't. I was going to say I thought he had fed the five thousand no. at this point, but he hadn't yet. I don't think. I could be wrong. Well, let's just put it this way. Yes. They spent a lot of time together. They did. And so to say, like, what's wrong with you? You know, also, I wanted to point this out, which is. Um, well, feeding the 5,000 is later. I'm sorry. It's yeah. later. It was after that. But um, Mark 16. You know, you just got but they had seen him do a lot of amazing things by that point, And they were still like doubting him. They were still. And by the way, Jesus convinced all these guys to follow him in the first place you know when jesus convinced you to follow him why or did, did we, we have to convince well when i say convince what i mean is when you were i'm not trying to say that i mean I'm, I'm just trying to say when you decided to follow the lord did you suddenly lose faith in him and you know every time i in fact we've been dealing with this lately too in our lives and other people's lives you know fear means there's no faith fear means that you are starting to trust yourself more than the Lord, because you're trying to deal with it yourself under your own strength, and that can bring frustration, and that can definitely bring fear. Well, so I just want to read this really quick, and then we can get back into a little bit of marriage stuff. <laughs> All right, this is Mark 16, 9. <clears throat> now, when he rose early on the first day of the week, he appeared first to Mary Magdalene, and this is after he the resurrection. <clears throat> this is Mark 16, 9. Out of whom he had cast seven devils. She went and told those, those who had been with him, as they mourned and wept. Hmm. And when they heard he was alive and had been seen by her, they did not believe. Okay? So basically, Mary's at the tomb, and she sees the risen Lord, and she runs back to town to tell them, and they don't believe her. Right. Then, after that, Jesus appeared to another form, in another form to two of them, of them as they walked and went into the country. And they went and told it to the rest, but they did not believe them either. Mm. Okay. Later, he appeared to the 11 as they sat at the table. And he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. Because yeah. they did not believe those who had seen him after he had risen. Because fear and frustration will bring a hardness of heart. And... So what it's I love so though, hard to deal with, yeah. Is that he again he rebuked them and said, basically, what's rebuke mean? Rebuke means to shove it away, to turn to turn it away or to push it away. I would I would imagine that's okay. what it means. I could look it up. Go ahead and look it up. I'll look it up he on my magic phone. He rebuked them and said to them, he rebuked them, he rebuked their unbelief and hardness of heart. And so you know, oh, to to express sharp or stern disapproval of. Well, there you have it. Reproof or reprimand. This is not trying to tell you that Jesus is mad at you, right? But he gets. But I can only imagine that he's frustrated by our unbelief, yeah. by mine, by yours, by yours. Yep. He he is. He gets frustrated because he says to these guys, "You were you've been with me for how long now? And we're in a boat." And I'm with you. You know that I'm the son of man, son of God, and you don't. 
have any trust. You know, um, we have to realize that even though Jesus was rebuking these guys, he still loved them. Of course. But he's like, look, I love you guys, but I can't do it this way. You need to do it the way we're doing it over here because this is the correct way. I love you, but you're doing it wrong. And he would rebuke them because he knew it would hurt them the way they were acting. Your hard heart, Jesus is saying to these guys, your hard heart is not acceptable because it's going to prevent you from receiving what I have for you. And Jesus is saying the same thing to us, us here, us too, and you and you folks out there. If you have a hardened heart, if you've been so beaten down by life or the circumstances that have happened, trust me, I know. I had a very uh, rough upbringing growing up. There was a lot of things that went on that I wasn't too crazy about. And it really created a lot of anger and uh, hardness in my heart as right. I got older. <clears throat> and I had to really learn how to conquer all of that by rebuking it and by standing against it. Because you know why? I would have lost this marriage. I would have lost a lot of things had I gone the way of everybody else I grew up with because people I grew up with had very hard hearts and because they were raised by people with hard hearts these patterns repeat themselves and if you want to make a difference if you want to change you know following Jesus is not saying you're going to have an easy life you know when you when you follow the Lord it's not like you're going to be sitting here going oh my gosh it's the easiest life ever in fact today these days it's one of the hardest lives ever to follow the Lord because it's the last thing people um, that aren't Christians want to hear about. They don't want to hear about it. They don't want to know anything about the Lord. And so, and um, <clears throat> they will try and sometimes mess with your life and, and all that. You need to be ready for these storms. So as we go into the new year, what are some of the storms you faced last year? And here's the other thing too. What can you learn from last year and bring it into this year? Why are we going to allow the same junk to come into the new year with us. You know, what we're doing tonight in our Bible study is very exciting. We always like doing this. It's our goal setting night um, for the new year. We have a big shredding machine that we bring. Did you bring the shredding machine? I did. Oh, my car. We have a shredding machine, a paper shredder. And then um, we write down what we don't want to bring into the new year. And we shred all those documents. Yeah. And then we pray over that. And then we uh, write down what we do want to do in the new year. And we pray over those envelopes. People take them home with them. It's really kind of cool. Um, you know, the book of Habakkuk says, when you write something down and make it plain on tablets, write down the vision, make it plain, right. so he may run with it to reason. When you write things down, especially when you pray on, pray over them and, and anoint them and all that stuff, it really does change the circumstances, I truly believe. I really believe it does. Well, I just wanted to end this uh, with this last thing, which is great. It's like, Guys, your unbelief, your hard-heartedness, are you kidding? And the next thing is, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So that was his charge to them after he said, what is up? What's going on, guys? You, you have no faith and you, you don't even trust me. Mm -hmm. So now I want you to take that. And, and now that you've seen me, you see that I told mm -hmm. you the truth. I told you I was coming back. Mm -hmm. Here I am. What? What won't you believe from this point forward? So with that, take it out there. And what I love too is that the greater works that we're going to do, because he went to go be with the father, is the fact that he went to go be with the father. 
The only way we could do greater things was to have him on the inside of every single believer. And that's who you are. The same power, the same authority is on the inside of you. Don't think of yourself of all your mistakes and your weaknesses and any of that, because if you do, you're going to, I'm going to say to you, I'm going to rebuke your unbelief and your hard heartedness because you'll be hard hardened and towards yourself. And that super soft, gentle way that she has that really gentle thing, you know, that's what she, I know I've been yeah. speaking loudly for the last couple of days. You can no, tell my voice you, is a no. little dry. Yeah. In fact, as I'm sitting here, I'm going to make you some tea when I get out when we're, when we're done. I need honey. We don't have any. I just and, want to say something to Rachel really quick. Yes. Rachel. What, Rachel she, No, she just, she just says she has symptoms. Oh, yeah, yeah. Speak to your symptoms. We are going to do that for you. But you, as you are walking around your house or whatever, when you get up in the morning, you tell your body, Rachel, if you are saved, Rachel, if you are a believer, then you have the authority and the power mm -hmm. to speak to the symptoms of COVID mm -hmm. and tell them to leave. Yeah. Why would you have the power and the authority to pray for somebody else the same way you should be doing that for yourself? God already healed you. It was done the day that he was beat to death. That's when the healing came forth. Mm -hmm. That's when the stripes were put on his back and all over his body. Mm -hmm. The second time, the second thing was the actual uh, crucifixion. But when, you, when those two line up, we get salvation. That's why we know that healing was in the atonement already. So when anything comes against your body, you speak at it and you tell it to go. You don't just scream all night long, but you just tell it to leave in the name of Jesus. And by the way, why not? Why? What, what do you have to lose by even trying? So anybody here that has the symptoms of COVID must now end in Jesus' name. Every symptom, mm -hmm. I bind you up. I bind you. I don't allow you anymore to hurt or to uh, bother anybody else on this broadcast again. We, we, we demand it to leave. You have no power over God's people. You came from the pit of hell like any sickness does. So you must leave right now. You are trespassing. You're not allowed to be on their bodies. So I command you to leave now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, but I do want them to do goals. Yeah. Your, oh, yeah. And then do that. Write your with goals your down. Spouse. Write your goals down with your family, your spouse, especially if you have a family. Sit if there's kids, there's children, have them do it too. Get into this habit. Sit down, all of you. Don't need to take all night. You can if you want, but have some food. Have a couple, you know, some beverages there, and just sit there and go, okay, what do we? What do you guys want for the next, you know, whole what, year? Yeah. But what we're gonna do is every month we're gonna check in on your. You're on your list. Yep. How's, how's the list? On going? your vision board, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. But you're going to have to be accountable. So write down some things that you feel that God has purposed in your heart yep. to do this year. And no one's going to write it down. No one's going to write it down no. but you guys. And and you know what? Habakkuk 2.2 says, write the vision down and make it plain on tablets so that he that reads it will run with it and do something with it. Look, That's if, my word. If God thought it was important to carve the Ten Commandments into stone so people could read them and not, and not erase them, I think it's important for us to write things down as well. So write down your goals. Let's keep checking on them every month. How can you make this the best year of your and your spouse's life this time yes. around? Okay. All right. We love, love you, you guys. See you later. See you next time. We hope you got some great nuggets of wisdom out of that teaching. 
Thank you for listening to the Healing Journeys Today podcast. And don't forget, you can find us live on Facebook and YouTube seven days a week. If you would like to donate, please go to www.healingjourneystoday.com. Isaiah 53.5 says, And by His stripes, we are healed. God bless you.